Welcome, welcome friend to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan. I'm your host and I would love sharing what I know and have learned over the 23 years I've been a professional working photographer. Now today in this podcast, I wanted to bite off a topic that I know that a lot of people flip out about and that is marketing. Yeah. So I think a lot of us can get bogged down and get a little bit sort of overwhelmed by the whole idea of marketing yourself and marketing your business. And I can't tell you how many photographers I work with in when in my mentoring that tell me that they're, you know, posting and posting and posting and getting no traction and they're trying all these different marketing techniques. And when I ask them one simple question, they kind of, you know, can fall apart because they are not using this great marketing tool that's free and available to us. And so in today's episode, I wanted to share with you my number one favorite marketing tool. And I'm going to explain why I use it, what I love about it, and how you too can use it really effectively. Because I'm going to share with you, I have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in marketing over my career, in marketing companies, in marketing campaigns, in advertising, in magazines, paid traffic, going to expos and all of those sorts of things. And also in education of marketing and learning all about the how-tos. And I basically feel like I've gone to university without going to university around marketing. And I've tried all different types, basically is what I'm trying to say to you. And I keep coming back to the one that I can honestly look back and say has been the best spend of my money and also the best spend of my time. So you ready for it? Drum roll, please. My number one favorite marketing tool by far is email. Dum, dum, dum. (laughs) You're probably like, oh no, Paula, that's like so old school. Marketing's dead. Like no one uses marketing anymore. Da, 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 da. You might be saying that right now, but let me tell you, email is not dead, my friend. It is very much alive and well and kicking within my business. So let me tell you why I love email so much. Well, the first reason why is basically because I can go directly into people's inboxes where they're most likely checking it every single day, guaranteed. You know, now in my line of work, obviously in personal branding, I'm working with business people. And so the expectation is that they're probably looking at their inbox at least four times a week. Unlike social media platforms where people can check in and out. How many times have you heard people say, I've deleted Facebook off my phone or I'm just not, I'm going on a digital detox from, you know, from life and from, from social media. Well, email is something that we can't check out of because they, everybody gets most of their communication there these days. It's, we've gone off the snail mail and faxes and all the old school ways of communicating. And so people have to check their inbox. It's not something that they can avoid. And so me showing up and them seeing my name in the title or seeing my subject line, I've got a really high percentage chance that people are actually seeing my stuff or they're seeing at least the subject line and seeing me turn up. And I guess that really moves into the next thing is I know that a high percentage of people are actually seeing my name coming up. Unlike social media, that's controlled by an algorithm. 
Now, of course, we all know that there is a spam filter and unfortunately you can't sort of control all of the time if you end up in people's spam, but you can definitely go down the road and have a look at what are the best practices to avoid getting stuck in people's spam filters, things like using certain phrases, things like loading up with too many images. There are certain things that you can do that can avoid you jumping into spam filters But I do know that a lot of people are seeing me come up consistently in their inbox because I can tell. And this brings me on to the next thing that I love so much about email is that I can easily see what kind of content people are actually responding to. And the way that I can do that is I can see if they've liked subject lines, they open the email. If they like the content in the email, they'll click through to do something else. And all of that data, I can see really, really easily from my email software. Now, of course, you can get stats like this on social media too, so I'm not suggesting that it's the only way that you can find out all of this, but I do find that I love the I love the game of this. I love seeing how many people I can get to open my emails. I love testing different subject lines and figuring out what's the content that people want to hear from me, yeah, and I can find that out quite easily. I find personally my engagement on my social media platforms has dropped radically year after year. And it's a lot to do with how I operate on social media. If you've listened to this podcast, you might've heard an episode a while back where I shared that I'm not really a huge lover of social media from a personal perspective. And so I do find it difficult to jump into the platform and actually get like, you know, actually realistically engage a lot of the time. I'm quite time poor as well. So I find that quite difficult to do. And so I like using email for myself personally to be able to test and see those results and see what people want from me. I find that I'm getting a lot more eyeballs, obviously, on my emails than I am getting necessarily with the algorithm on the social media platforms. Now, I do love as well, another thing that I love about email is I love that every time I send an email, I get some sort of response or engagement from my crowd, from my audience. I always get emails back and it's different touch points, different people respond to different content, but there's a few people who regularly email me back and I love it. I've got little conversations going with some of my clients. Some people will just go, hey, nice one, nice email, great to hear from you. And then other people will give me, you know, particularly previous clients will give me an update on where they're at. And I love that. I love hearing that. Again, I'm not getting that sort of engagement from social media because I personally am not really playing there. So I love that part of email. It keeps me connected. And again, I get to get that sort of response back from people. I love that email is not a fad. (laughs) It's not, email is here to stay. I find with some of the social media platforms that they can come and go or that, you know, it's the, the latest thing that everybody's on and you can get great rapid growth there, but then everybody dies down. So I love the idea that this is a constant and that if I consistently keep growing it, it's not going to dissipate or disappear like some of the other platforms have done that I've watched in the past. Now, I love that getting an email is easy when you know how. So it's not always easy to get followers or to get likes or to get engagement. But if you know how to create content that people are willing to swap and get an email, it's actually really easy when you know how. It's way easier, obviously, to get an email. The transaction is sort of less than trying to get a phone number from someone, say, for a lead. And so I love the fact that I can get an email easily 
and then I can start to grow my relationship and nurture my relationship to hopefully, you know, being able to take that lead, if you will, that person and become a friend or become a trusted resource or become a trusted advisor or become inspiration enough that eventually down the line, that person will want to perhaps, you know, take a big step and work with me in some sort of capacity. And I love that every single time I do an activity like releasing my shoot dates, because I I work in advance and I release my shoot dates, I also book in advance and release my shoot dates. I love the fact when I introduce an offer or I release a new product, I get sales. (laughs) That's just the bottom end of it, really. I love the fact that that happens. So the fact that I've been, you know, nurturing my email list as long as I have, it means that I get guaranteed results from there. And that doesn't always happen when I do that on other platforms, but it does happen with email. People are in their inbox, they're either sitting at their desktop or they're on their phone, but they're more likely to take action, I find, from an email. It's sort of maybe a more trusted thing, I'm not sure, but for me, that's my reality. I get results out of my database, out of my list, out of my email, whatever you want to call it. I am getting consistent results from there. So I love that. Love, love, love. Now, I wanted to just share with you some tips on how you can effectively use email just so that it can help you to be able to, you know, get on top. And if you haven't already, you can start growing an email list and you can start using it effectively. So the first thing you obviously need to be doing is you do need to regularly communicate with your list. Consistency here, my friend, is key. So many people I know in business or photographers that I work with, they have a list, but they never communicate with them until they've got something to sell. And I don't know, you know, often, obviously, if you're not communicating regularly and you're not getting opens, it is going to affect that spam sort of filter. You'll find a lot of the platforms will kind of throw you into spam when you do email that one time, but also time you don't always want to be on the cell. You want to be doing things like adding value. You can share your photo shoots. You can inspire them. You can educate. You can just simply make them laugh, whatever it is. But I encourage you to add value consistently and give away your best knowledge for free because trust me, it pays back dividends. It really does. It helps. Obviously, we've got that great marketing you know, tool, the know, like, and trust factor, but it really does help people to get to know you in a more intimate way. And if you're sharing and adding value, then you'll find that your people are much more ready to take action when you do put those offers in front of them. I also think a great way to use your email list effectively is to reward the people on your list. So you can do this with like special offers or for me, I tend to release the dates there first before I start advertising them. So I let my list to my people that are following me actually have first dibs at working with me. There are so many different ways that you can do this. And I I would like you to get creative and think about how is it that you can not only add value, but how do you reward the people that are sticking around with you? Now, the fourth thing you need to do to keep using your list effectively is you need to keep actively growing it, okay? You will find that you get unsubscribes and that's totally fine too. I love it when I see an unsubscribe because personally, I have to pay for my email list in the more followers you've got or the more emails that you've got, the more you have to pay for it. So if somebody takes the effort and goes, I'm not going to work with you, I'm never going to be your client. Okay, fine. See you later. Thank you very much. That's totally fine to me. 
but it does mean that I need to keep growing the list. And you can do this in creative ways. You've got things like lead magnets. You can have, you know, subscribe to your newsletter. You can have giveaways. There are lots of different ways that you can keep growing your list, but you do need to be actively growing it at all stages if this is going to become part of your strategy. The other thing you need to do is you need to keep your list clean. When I say clean, it means that you get rid of people who are disengaged or haven't engaged with your content for a while. Okay, so if it's over a year, no one's opened your email, it probably means that your emails are landing in their spam or they've silenced you or they're just not opening them. And the way that it kind of works is that the less opens that you have, the more weaker, I guess, your emails kind of look on a global scale. So you need to make sure that you do go through every now and then and just unsubscribe or delete the emails that are no longer engaging with your content. Now, also too, you will want to make sure that you're using some sort of email management software. So I recommend something like MailChimp or you can use ConvertKit or you can use, I love Flowdesk. Flowdesk is really pretty for us photographers. Functionality-wise, Flowdesk may not have a lot of the analytics and things that you can, and it's maybe not as fleshed out yet as your MailChimp or your ConvertKit. However, I do love it as it makes everything look very pretty, makes our photos look lovely. So you will want to use something like that to be able to manage your list, to be able to do things like tagging so that you can start to understand what people are doing and what the journey is when they come into your world. But I do recommend at some stage investing in a a list because trying to do it all manually will only end up being a little bit of a nightmare. Now, I hope that this lesson has really helped you to see what I think is still one of the most strongest marketing tools in our shed right now, but also to see that it doesn't need to necessarily be that difficult. If you currently have a list and you haven't sent an email, can I encourage you to just go, or if you haven't sent an email in the last couple of months, can I encourage you to just go and pull the pin and go and send an email to them? Just let them know what you're up to, show them a pretty shoot that you did recently, share something of value because trust me, if you can nurture those relationships with the people on there, it can not only be lucrative, but it can be a beautiful long-term relationship. And I do want to say that too, that email is a long game. It's not a short game. You do need to look at this as a long-term strategy. It's not going to, you're not going to be able to radically grow your email list overnight. It's something that you do need to work on. But trust me, I have some clients that when I get on a consult call, they tell me that they've been reading my emails for the last three or four years. I can go in, I can have a look at the tags on their account and I can see, yep, they signed up back in 2018 and now they're becoming a client. So it's such a long game. So whilst it can return quickly, it often pays off dividends for your future. And I love email so much that I've included lessons on it inside of my breakthrough program. It's something that I do focus on quite a lot. And my new done for you courses where I've done all of the hard work for you so that you can just take my templates and plug and play. There is an entire section. There is like six different lines of email templates in there because I know how important email is to use within any kind of campaign. And so if you want to get your hands on one of those done for you campaigns, you can click in the show notes. I've popped a link in there for the done for you campaigns that you can just plug and play, as I said, into your business to help you to nail that marketing to-do list and get a campaign in action for either the Christmas or for the new year's. 
All right, my friends, I hope this has been helpful to you and I look forward to catching up with you in the next episode where I am going to be sharing with you the elements of a really good marketing campaign. So you can see I'm really got a heavy focus on marketing at the moment, but it's because I know that's what really effectively will help you to grow and succeed in your photography business. All right, my friend, I will see you in the next episode. Oh, so, so.